0: This is episode 42 of season 3 of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we will be talking about tendinitis in our injury series. Whoa.
1: And I'm Katie, and this is season three of Runner Girls. Three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5K in 30 minutes or less.
0: Yes, and those 5Ks are getting fewer and farther between now that it's getting into the hot summer months here. I'm having trouble finding any races. I was looking at a half marathon that I was hoping to do in August and it's been canceled and there's no no other half marathons around my area in August or September. So now I'm kind of bummed. (laughs) Um, But how are you girls doing? Are you uh, adjusting to the heat well?
1: As well as can be expected, I think, yeah. (laughs) We had a scorcher. Yeah? We had a scorcher here yesterday. It was about 96, 97. Wow. So lots of pool time, not a whole lot of (laughs) strenuous outside activity during the heat of the day. Now, are
0: you guys going to be in the area where the cold front is coming in? They were talking
1: about that. Well, like the polar vortex is supposed to return. Yeah. Um, And we were supposed to dip back down into like the 50s for lows a couple of nights this week. But I think they have significantly changed the forecast from when they first started talking about that because at first they were saying maybe like down into the 40s yeah which is ridiculous for july you know i mean we're upper 90s every day pretty much in july and then for the talk of lows in the 40s to be thrown around was pretty crazy but now they're just saying maybe upper 50s low 60s so i don't think it's affecting us as much as maybe other places
0: right and that'll be while you're sleeping anyway right
1: exactly i'm not worried about it
0: (laughs) uh yeah it's it's getting warm here and i i think i'm finally starting to adjust (laughs) which is good because today i got in my car after work and my car temperature was reading like 101 and i'm like nah um but i think that my car was just really really warm (laughs) but um but yeah, I had a trouble deciding tonight because tonight it's 85 degrees but with 59% humidity and then in the morning it's going to be 68 degrees with 100% humidity and I'm like, well, should I run tonight or should I run in the morning? I don't know which is worse.
1: Yeah, the lesser of two evils.
0: Yeah, so I just decided to go for the morning since it'll be cooler um, and hopefully that I made the right decision. How about you, Megan? How's it going in Florida? it's wonderful yeah yeah okay I don't have any complaints I like it okay good (laughs) and you're getting ready to go out to uh, North Carolina right
2: yep I'll be about um, 30 minutes from Greensboro okay I don't know where that is so Uh, about an hour north of
0: Charlotte okay (laughs) So somewhere in the state of North Carolina (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: it's like the middle
0: oh okay cool And uh, how's your sister doing with the, you know, last week before the wedding? She's
2: firmly in freak out mode. I texted (laughs) her a picture of me in the dress and she's like, oh, that looks fine. I'm like, good. I won't worry then. She's like, I'm wearing enough for both of us. (laughs) So I tried to cheer her up. I'm like, it doesn't matter. In five days, you're marrying your best friend. It doesn't. Whatever happens will happen. Yeah.
0: And you got the dress up comfortably.
2: As comfortable as it'll be. <laughs>
0: okay. and, Do you know anything about the forecast for that day?
2: Um, my guess would be hot.
0: Okay, yeah. I, Nothing that you're not used to.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. And I was looking at the polar vortex map, and they don't fall. North Carolina is just on the outside edge of it. Um, They'll get all the rain from it, but not, um, like, the coldness. Right. The chill. Interesting. Well,
0: hopefully it won't rain during the wedding.
2: Oh, it's not till next week. Okay, good. good. This week is still good weather. Good. Yeah, it says 83 is the forecast. Well, that's not too bad. Nope. So that'll be good. Good.
0: So how long are you guys staying?
2: Well, we leave tomorrow morning and then we'll leave Sunday morning again. Okay. So four days, five days.
0: And how are you driving, right?
2: Yes, and it's about an 11 to 13 hour drive.
0: I can't believe you guys do those long
2: drives.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. That's a lot of time in the car. So you pretty yeah, much start in the morning and get there at night, right?
2: Yeah, we're leaving um, really early in the morning. I want to leave by 7 at the latest. Mm-hmm. And I'll do the first couple hours of driving brad I'll drive for two or three hours in the middle of the day and then I'll finish us out and we'll if we leave at seven we should get there by six ish probably mm-hmm. seven would be closer it just depends on what traffic we hit but with it being the middle of July and we won't hit Atlanta at rush hour again because we're leaving so early mm-hmm. it'll should be fine
0: good awesome well I hope you have a great trip I hope you guys have a lot of fun thanks I do too I'm we will. It always happens.
2: It's family. Yeah.
0: Um, and Katie, how are things going in Kentucky while you've been doing your um bachelorette <laughs> duties and you've been uh checking out different jobs and stuff?
2: Yes, they're going.
1: Um this this week has really been kind of crunch time because I'll be leaving on Thursday um to go and meet up with the broad and then we'll be leaving to head to Nashville on Friday. And I'll be in Nashville until Sunday and come back. And we've had a few last-minute changes that I've been dealing with this week. So (laughs) I'm just trying to keep everything up in the air. I feel like I'm juggling 10,000 things. But trying to keep them all up in the air for another week and a half. And then I'll be good. I can sell the dress and be done.
0: (laughs) Just remember, like, as stressful as things get, it always works out in the end, you know?
1: Yes yeah and that's what I've been trying to tell her like nobody is gonna care if you didn't have a certain type of flower you know what I mean like it's not gonna matter in the long run so don't get caught up on the stuff
0: it it matters to her I'm sure
1: (laughs) yes yes it does
0: (laughs) and are you still looking for jobs teaching jobs in Kentucky
1: I am. In fact, the biggest part of this morning I spent on the phone between the Kentucky Department of Education and South Carolina Department of Education because the teaching license that they give me in South Carolina doesn't state clear enough for Kentucky how many years of experience I have. Even though it says experience so many years, right on it. Um, (laughs) So, you know, the joy of, of dealing with two different governments, two different state governments, and all of the fun that goes along with that. I, I feel like I'm sounding really negative tonight, and I don't mean to be, it's just I've got so much that I've been working on this past week, I'm just ready for it to be here, and then I can kind of sit back and enjoy it.
0: I, I don't think you're being negative at all, Katie. You're just kind of telling us, you know, what you're what, what's going on this week, and it sounds like you're you're handling it pretty well, as stressful as it as it seems to be. So, you're, <laughs> I'm trying. You're I'm a trying. trooper. You are. I'm impressed because um I don't know I get stressed out and I just curl up
1: into a ball and start crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's times definitely where I've wanted to do that, but not, like. But then no one would do anything. <laughs> so I've just got to keep on trucking on and figure out a way to get these people to do this and these people to do this. And we're almost there. I'm in the home stretch.
0: You are. You're doing great. Awesome. Thanks. And I hope everything works out for you. I hope you, um, you know, find a job if in Kentucky if that's what you want. You know, I, ho- I hope it works out. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Entering the next phase of your life, you know? Yes. Yes, something new, a new adventure. Yeah. Well, speaking of new adventures, (laughs) um, I had a little bit of an adventure yesterday. I went on um, a bike ride. I decided to ride my bike down to Portsmouth, New Hampshire and back. And um, it's it's like 25 miles round trip. And that's probably the longest bike ride. Not probably, definitely the longest bike ride I've ever had. And I was about four miles into it and was like, really close to just turning around and going home um but then another um cyclist passed me and was like good morning how's it going like all cheerful and I'm like all right if he's gonna do it I'm gonna do it So (laughs) I just kept going but um it was nice I ended up spending a couple hours out on the bike just riding riding down the back roads the hills were brutal I don't like hills on bikes Mm. those will work your quads so I think I found the perfect cross-training for marathon training for me. If the qu- my quads are my weakest link, link, then I think biking as cross-training is going to help me out quite a bit there. Um, I went out for another ride with my son today. Really easy ride just around town, and um, it felt so much better than yesterday. So I already feel like I've made some improvement, which is good. So um, that was my excitement. I came home with a nice, dark sunburn. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's definitely my turn to get one. Um, I put sunblock on, but I think I just used cheap sunblock and maybe didn't do a good enough job covering because um, I went out and just a um, pair of compression shorts and a sports bra, which I almost never do. But it was hot. It was like 84. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm just gonna wear my sports bra. And I, I put sunblock on my back, but somehow it didn't white cover or whatever but um I was like beet red on my lower back and oh. Jeff's been rubbing aloe on me like all day. <laughs> um so that's tough I, was, I don't like I don't like sunburns. And when it's on your back like it, you can't sleep comfortably cuz you're just laying on it,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in a place where anytime you move you're going to feel it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So today I've just been wearing like this really loosely tied sarong around myself so I don't have any like um, tight clothing rubbing up against it and yeah. I'm feeling very hippie-ish <laughs> walking <laughs> around the house. Chic. Um, but very comfortable, which is good. So that was my excitement. Other than that not much has been going on. I've been doing a lot of running so anxious to talk about that. Are you girls ready to move along to our training? Sure. Yes. Alright. So um, as far as my running this week I had another... Um, 21 mile week uh with five days of running Tuesday I had five miles easy that I ran with my friend Bree who did her first 5k non-stop and um so like proud of her it's only like her second or third week running she's ridiculous wow. yeah she's um amazing Thursday I ran with my friend Michelle and I just did three miles and Um, My right quad was acting really weird. It was like kind of stiff and it took me a while to warm up into the run but after a mile or two, I was fine and um, felt fine, but that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Friday, I had three miles which I did most of that with Anna on the trails up near our house and took it very easy. And it was fun. Um, Just a really relaxing trail run with Anna. I mean, it's just great. Those are like awesome runs to have just laid back and hanging out with my daughter. Um, And then Saturday, I had my long run of five miles. And I did my normal five mile loop. And I just felt awesome. I ended up averaging um, a little over 11 minute miles, um, which is pretty good because most of my runs have been in the 12 to 13 minute mile range lately. Um, You know, I've been taking it easy with the heat. So to have a faster run for a longer run felt really nice. And then Sunday was another five miler. I ran with my friend Bree again, and she actually ended up doing almost four miles. And um, we were... I don't know it was between like 12 and 13 minute miles so pretty good I think for her and we went up some big hills too and she made it up you know both of them so um I'm just like super excited for her and now she's got this she's she's definitely got bit by the running bug like she just went out and bought all new clothes and she's excited about it and um asking me if it's okay if she runs every day and I'm just like wow you're like really into it (laughs) um and she called me her running coach (laughs) oh wow yeah uh, she's um she's a chiropractic doctor, mm-hmm. so um she has a lot of knowledge about you know the human body and biology and all that so when we run together, I talk a lot about um training and you know a lot of the um science behind it, and since so she has that that um, background like she totally gets it and so like she's like drilling me for information and it's like finally somebody cares that I have to say about running (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's fun it's it's definitely brought a new dynamic into our relationship which is really cool Um, so that was my week Uh, it was a solid week I feel amazing like I feel so strong I feel really good I'm not looking forward to running in the heat for the rest of July um, and August but um i feel like i'm starting to adapt and it hasn't been too tough this week was definitely a lot easier than um last week so so overall very very good and um next week i have a little bit of a bump in mileage going up to 24 miles still um 5 days a week tuesday i have 5 miles thursday 4 Friday 5, Saturday 4, and then Sunday is my long run of 6 miles. And I might end up actually jug- juggling some of those around. They're all pretty much the same distance, so I don't think it's going to matter too much if I switch a couple of them. But um, just because I have like so many people that I get to run with now, I have to <laughs> modify my runs depending on who I'm running with and which day. So it um, makes things interesting. And that's my last easy week before I get into... 40 mile weeks with speed work and I have a 10k coming up um not this weekend but the following weekend and this is going to be hilly and hot and brutal so I'm going to just treat it like a training run and um try to stay at an easy pace and not race it which is going to be really really difficult but it's really just um I'm only doing it number one to get my July race done and number two like it's one of the required races in the race series that I'm doing. So um, so not going for speed. I say that now. We'll see what happens on the day. But I'm hoping. Sue's <laughs> famous last words. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping I can rein it in. So that is my training. So Megan, you've been kicking things up a little bit recently. How are things going for you?
2: Good. I, um, last week, managed to keep up my streak of running. I did two runs. Mm-hmm. Both were just over a mile again, and I had planned to get two more runs in this weekend, but we ended up going to a friend's house and staying the night, both Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. which was not necessarily on my plan, and so I didn't bring any of my running clothes or shoes or anything, so we ended. <laughs> I ended up only getting two runs in, which I was happy with because I was still ran. Yeah, so how did those runs go? They were good. Um, I didn't feel the heat as much. Although, one, I'm pretty sure I came home, like, soaked. I was wiping myself down with a towel.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And Brad, I'm getting Brad to help me, and he's going, ew. So <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> when your husband's grossed out by your sweat, you know it was a good run. Yeah. And um, Luna keeps me on pretty good pace. So it feels good, And I was just proud for getting out there because I know one night I didn't want to do it and I just did it anyway.
0: Good. Well, that's great. And this is like your third, your third week of, you know, running like, um, in more than once. Yep. So you're, you're doing pretty well. That's good. And, um, so when do you actually start your half marathon plan? August 4th. August 4th.
2: And, and did you say you are
0: going with a Hal Higdon
2: plan? Yeah I am. I'm gonna stay with Hal Higdon because while the idea of Hansons sounds great, it doesn't really fit in with my schedule. No.
0: Yeah, I would have been shocked if you had said you were gonna use Hansons. Um I was trying out this um this pro- this uh service called Oyster, which is like Netflix for books, and they give you like an eight-day free trial. And so I was checking out the Hanson's half marathon method that was on there and it's still, like, pretty intensive. Like, it's not quite as much as the marathon in terms of mileage and intensity, but still six days a week and still, like, pretty significant mileage compared to Higdon's. But they do have um, a just-finish plan for people who, like, just want to finish a half and not, like, race it in PR or whatever. So you said you're going to go with um, Hal Higdon? Yeah. Are you doing intermediate? Yep well that's
2: cool and so that's what's that like four or five days a week five because it's tuesday wednesday thursday saturday sunday right
0: and then there's speed work too right
2: yeah wednesdays are usually speed work days it'll either be a tempo run or um four hundreds
0: four hundreds are tough I, that's the first. That's the first workout I have. Like my first speed workout of Hanson's, and I do twelve by four hundreds, and they are ridiculous. It's like the Holy worst cow. one.
2: <laughs> we start out with um five and go up to ten mm-hmm. every other week. So we aren't even increasing it every week. It's every other week. The tempo runs also increase by five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it'll start out one week as a 5x400, the next week is a 30-minute tempo run, mm-hmm. and then 6x400, and then 35-minute tempo run.
0: Interesting. Um, I think the pacing is probably a bit different, because you, you're you probably running yours at a much faster pace than I am. I know um, Hansen's, the 400s are run at your goal 5K pace, which mm. isn't like – it's not a VO2 max, like high-intensity speed workout. You know what I'm saying? It's not – running at a hundred percent effort
2: yeah I know Higdon's says 5k pace too oh really yes but I it doesn't say goal 5k pace or current 5k pace I think
0: Higdon's does ask you to like train at your current pace I could be wrong about that um most most traditional training plans tell you to train at your current fitness level Hansen's is not.
2: <laughs> and then that leaves me to wonder, so do I use my 5K time from last year, which was my fastest? Or do I use my current 5K time? Because there's about a three-minute difference, and that's a minute per mile, which is a big gap.
0: I would say you'd want to go with your current ability.
2: Um oh, that's depressing.
0: But you, I would also say run a 5K soon to find out what your current ability is. Because... Um, you know, do you think that the last 5k race that you ran was a good indicator of your current fitness?
2: No. See, yeah. I,
0: I wouldn't think that either.
2: Yeah, so, I have won the 26th and then again in August, like the second week of August. So
0: you can use um, one of those races as a guide. And, you know, um, you're starting your plan at the beginning of August. You probably won't be doing, you don't do speed workout like the first week of your plan, right? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. So,
2: I don't know. (laughs) I could always adjust it if my 5K speeds up or on feeling. Yeah. Based on that one in August. Or if it's, it may not matter if it's not vastly different from the July one. So I'll go with July as long as it's a good 5K. Yeah. And then if I get markedly faster in August, I'll adjust, but it may not even. Yeah impact anything
0: just plan on your july race plan on you know being there early (laughs) um and planning on giving it a full race effort you know with energy Mm -hmm. gel and being fully hydrated well rested and all of that plan on going into it like this is your your goal 5k just so you have a really good idea of what your actual fitness is
2: yeah and that'll work out it's a really good week to do it to have that. There's not a whole lot going on, so.
0: And what, what day is that?
2: The 26th, a week from Saturday.
0: Oh, okay. So that's the same weekend as my 10k then. That'll be fun. Yeah. We can cheer each other on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is your plan for this week?
2: Oh, holy geez. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll be in North Carolina and with wedding stuff yeah. and I don't know what's going on. My hope is to get at least one to two runs in mm-hmm. so maybe Wednesday and Thursday because I know Friday is like the rehearsal dinner and practicing walking and right. blah blah so we won't be able to do do it then and Saturday is the wedding plus whatever and Sunday will be driving all day and Sunday will be driving all day so that really only leaves me Wednesday and Thursday Yeah, or and tomorrow maybe Yeah, depending on how I feel after driving. Oh, yeah, you're driving tomorrow. Okay, yeah.
0: Wow, okay, so this is, (laughs) you're going to be very busy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so, and where my dad lives is really nice to run, so I might do it just to get a nice run in, Mm -hmm. and there are hills. Good, oh, (laughs) good luck. Yeah, but he lives in the country, so there's no sidewalks, so Mm -hmm. it makes me... Well, you could use
0: it as an opportunity to do um, hill repeats.
2: Yes, and his he actually lives on a big hill, so it works. His driveway is like a pretty steep hill, so I could just run up and down the driveway.
0: Nice. Well, that'll be fun.
2: Yeah, and it'll be nice to run in where it's a different climate yeah. and different scenery. Yeah. With like trees.
0: Yeah, it's nice to run out in like rural areas like Katie probably you've been doing some running out in rural
2: areas.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and especially if it's in the middle of the country, even without the sidewalks, you're right, you're not going to have to worry about the traffic so much.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I just know those North Carolina drivers. (laughs) Uh, They drive crazy. (laughs) And... (laughs) Because his driveway, the road he lives on, is um, not very well populated. They just kind of drive like they can do whatever they want. Sure. I'm like, there are people here. You can't do that. <laughs> so it, it'll it be fine either way. Good.
0: Well, I hope uh, next week goes well and, and the wedding goes well and that you guys have a great time. And hopefully you get a run in somewhere. And if not, there's always the next week.
2: <laughs> yep
0: all right all right Katie sounds like you've been pretty busy as well have you been able to get some runs in in Kentucky this week or this past week uh,
1: you girls ran circles around me this week <laughs> this was the first week in a while and I thankfully I can at least say that the first week in a while where no runs were had dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, just like I said I was busy on the phone trying to keep up with changing locations and itineraries and then running out to pick up last minute gifts or something that I needed or sewing a dress or picking up monogram things you know just one thing after another and I know we all can fall into the habit of making excuses for running out of time and not getting runs done and I know I just need to suck it up and do it you know I I just need to find the time to do something that I really want to do, which is run, and I just kind of got caught up in everything this week, and unfortunately, running took a back seat.
0: Well, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. I mean, it it should be something that you're doing for fun, you know? Right. And you're also, like, you're not training for a race right now, and clearly you have things that have higher priority, and that's okay, (laughs) you know? It's okay to cut yourself some slack.
1: Yeah, I know. It's just... uh, Like I said, I want to be out there, and that sounds bad, doing something I want to do. That makes it sound like the wedding is not something I want to do. It's not that. It's It's, just...
0: It's it's definitely an obligation.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it, too. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for helping me out there. Sure. Um, So it's just, you know, kind of rearranging my schedule a little bit, and I know this week it'll be tough with the traveling, but... The good thing about being around the bride, not only all weekend, but then the day before we leave and stuff, she is a workout fiend and she has already told me that we are going to go to the gym on Thursday. We're going to go on Friday before we leave and we're probably going to try to do a run on Saturday while we're in Nashville. Nice. So I know I can at least count on getting that done. So my plan as of right now is to do a run tomorrow night. I don't really have a set distance or time in. I just want to get out, get some miles under my feet, hopefully miles, plural. Uh, You know, just go until it feels good and then turn around and come back in. Just a little time to clear my space, clear my head and enjoy the scenery. And then, like I said, I know I can count on getting at least two, possibly three other runs in this weekend. So I think that'll be a good week. I'll be happy with that.
0: That sounds good. Yes. Awesome. And so no races on the horizon that you know of?
1: No. I had talked about possibly trying to squeeze in one of the local 5Ks here um, this past Saturday. but That didn't end up working out. And kind of like you guys, this is the race drought season. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> It's just so hot out that I think a lot of race organizers and organizations don't schedule them right now this is kind of the training season for fall races so I don't have anything on my agenda as uh for the next month maybe almost month and a half if I end up teaching in South Carolina again then when I return to South Carolina there is a race at the end of August that I will want to try to squeeze in and I don't remember the name of it right off the top of my head um, it's a 5K, though, and so that'll be really the next upcoming thing that I've even <laughs> looked that far out in in doing. So a 5K is the next thing on my horizon, but that's that's a good ways down the road.
0: Yeah, it is kind of... I don't know. Yeah, it it is hot so that you don't really wanna be racing, but at the same time, like it's good to have something to look forward to when you're training. Like yeah. I was on active dot com just searching for anything, you know, and I don't wanna have to drive two hours into <laughs> Massachusetts to run a five K, you know, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really impressed with both of you girls that you're you've still been, you know, running throughout the summer, especially with as hot as it has been for you, I complain about the heat when it gets up into 70, but you girls are out there running almost every week, like, in 80s and 90s, and that's just, I mean, I don't know, and without a without a race on the schedule, that's even more amazing to me, so, um, I think you're both doing great, and hopefully before too long <laughs> august and september will be here <laughs> yes <laughs> and then we can get serious about training and and the cooler weather won't be too far <laughs> i know megan you said it probably won't get cool until like november right
2: yeah probably yeah.
0: so there's that <laughs> but all right well i i think overall very good everybody <laughs> very good job um i know katie you're disappointed you didn't get to run this week but i think you deserved the 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 time off and um i'm sure you've been working hard for everybody else this week (laughs) yeah so hopefully you'll get some time you know to yourself
1: that's what i'm hoping for (laughs)
0: all right are you girls ready to move along to our weekly topic yes yes all right Mm -hmm. This week in our injury series, we're talking about tendonitis, and there's a lot of different kinds of tendonitis, depending on which of your tendons are itising, <laughs> so we're going to kind of go over the, um, the topic in general, and then talk about some of the specific types of tendonitis. So. so what is tendonitis? Tendons are the strong cord-like bands of connective tissue that link muscles to bone. If a tendon is made to work too hard for too long or in the wrong way, damage and tiny tears develop in the tendon. This is accompanied by inflammation, which is the telltale sign of tendonitis. The body's normal response to an injury is to send extra red blood cells carrying the oxygen and nutrients required for healing and white cells to fight off possible infection. Waste products such as inflammatory chemicals are then carried away. All of this helps speed up healing, but should only last for a few days. But if an area is repeatedly irritated, the process keeps going, resulting in the continued inflammation described as tendonitis.
1: So we're going to look a little more closely at the four main causes of tendinitis, causes of foot and ankle, tendinitis specifically. Number one is overuse. Foot tendinitis most commonly occurs when the tendon is repeatedly overloaded, for example, being asked to work too hard, or it is repeatedly overstretched. Number 2 is injury. Tendinitis can develop after any foot or ankle injury like a sprain or from repetitive friction on the tendon like from a shoe rubbing it. Number 3 abnormal foot structure obviously that's not really something you can do anything about but if your foot is in abnormal shape like too flat or you have high arches it can put more stress on the tendons resulting in foot tendonitis and number four certain medical conditions some inflammatory conditions such as gout or rheumatoid arthritis can also cause foot tendonitis
2: and some of these symptoms of foot tendonitis Um, The symptoms of foot and ankle tendonitis will vary according to where it is, the severity, and the stage of the tendonitis. The most common symptoms of tendonitis are, first off, pain. Pain is usually your first sign that there's a problem. It's usually sharp or burning, localized to the area of the tendon at first, but as the condition worsens, it can spread wider. Pain is usually worse with initial movement, and then it settles down after a minute or so but then returns as you do more. For example, your first few steps when you get out of bed will really hurt, but then the pain will ease up. But as you're on your feet for longer, the pain will return. The second symptom is swelling. It usually takes a while for swelling to develop with foot tendinitis. After a few weeks of minor symptoms, you may notice a soft lump forming over the tendon, which is often tender to the touch. This is most common in Achilles tendonitis or you can have stiffness. The foot and ankle often become stiff as a result of foot tendinitis, limiting the amount of pain-free movement.
0: So some of the different types of foot and ankle tendinitis can occur around the foot oh, or ankle. <laughs> the most common sites of tendonitis are Achilles tendonitis. This will cause heel and calf pain. The Achilles tendon joins the two calf muscles to the heel. Pain is usually felt when walking and running and can occur anywhere from the back of the heel up to the middle of the calf. Number two, posterior tibial tendonitis. This causes pain on the inner side of the foot. The posterior tibial tendon runs along the inside of the foot and ankle. Pain is usually felt when you start to push off through your foot. Number three, peroneal tendonitis. Peroneal tendonitis results in pain on the back and outer side of your ankle or foot. The peroneal tendons run down the outer side of the ankle across the bottom of the foot. Pain is usually felt when standing or pushing off through your foot. Number four, extensor tendonitis. This causes pain on top of the foot. The extensor tendons pull the toes up. Pain is often worse when running. This is one of the more rare types of foot tendonitis. And number five, anterior tibial tendinitis. This results in pain at the front of your foot. The anterior tibial tendon controls the movement at the front of your foot. Pain is usually felt when coming downstairs or when walking or running on sloped surfaces like hills. Again, this is one of the less common places to get foot tendinitis. And I had no idea there were so many tendons in your foot. I mean, I always thought, you know of the Achilles tendon, like that being the biggest one or the major one, the one you hear the most about. But clearly there's a lot of other tendons that you can get tendonitis in.
1: Yeah, lots going on in the foot, (laughs) definitely. Uh, So what are some treatment options for all these different types of tendonitis, which one can have? There are two aims of treatment for ankle tendonitis. The first is to reduce the pain, swelling, and dysfunction associated with foot tendonitis. The second is to address any aggravating factors that can be avoided to prevent the problem from returning, such as abnormal foot shapes or muscle weakness and tightness. With any type of ankle tendonitis, it is vital to rest the foot to prevent further damage and to allow recovery. Any activity that increases pain should be avoided if possible. Price principles should be followed PRICE, PROTECT, REST, ICE, compression and elevation. And of course, anti-inflammatory medication may help.
0: So Megan, what's next after treatment?
2: Well, your recovery for tendinitis tends to be slow and can take anything from weeks to months. For more in-depth information and specific treatment advice, visit the appropriate foot and ankle tendinitis section, choosing from Achilles tendinitis, perineal tendonitis, or extensor tendonitis. We'll include links to more information on each of those in our show notes.
0: Yes, so lots of um, different tendonitis issues that you can have in your foot. Um, Thankfully, I've never had any sort of problem with my tendons. And one thing that I've read and what this article seems to indicate is that tendons, once they're injured, take a long time to heal. So hopefully you can avoid... (laughs) getting any sort of tendon issue in the first place by being smart about your training, increasing mileage slowly, listening to your body when you have any signs of pain. Um, Because from what I understand, uh, tendons, that's a a rough recovery. So um, so yeah, definitely if you have any issues with any of those, check out um, the links that we've mentioned and you'll get more specifics on the different types of tendonitis and what you can do about it. So that's it for the weekly topic. Up next is Runner Girl Recommends. Katie, what is your recommend this week?
1: My recommend this week is a breakfast food. I'm one of those people who could eat breakfast at any time during the day. I just really enjoy it. And one of my go-to's has been instant oatmeal. And I know that sometimes it gets a bad rap for not always being the most healthy option because it can have a lot of added sugar or or things that you don't know about that are in there that can potentially hurt the nutrition of the oatmeal. But I really, really like the Quaker instant oatmeal uh, that comes in the reduced sugar form. I like oatmeal, but again, sometimes the carbs can be a little high or the sugars can be a little high. This is a good way to kind of balance that out. And if you get the variety pack, then you've got a couple different flavors in there to choose from so you don't necessarily get burned out on just, say, brown sugar and maple syrup. (laughs) So if you are conscientious about your sugar intake, check out the Reduced Sugar Instant Oatmeal from Quaker and let us know what you think. Uh, And how is the
0: taste on the reduced sugar?
1: I notice absolutely no difference between the regular oatmeal and the reduced sugar. Um, I usually try to do low sugar or no sugar added type stuff pretty frequently. So maybe my taste buds have just, (laughs) you know, kind of gotten used to it. Yeah. But I will say I don't like a lot of artificial sweeteners. I I don't ever drink any kind of diet Coke or diet. Mountain Dew, any of that stuff, because it tastes off to me. It yeah. tastes weird, and this reduced sugar instant oatmeal doesn't have any kind of aftertaste or um, odd tasting ingredients to me. So I think I think you'll like it if you like oatmeal, anyway.
0: I like oatmeal, and I you know sometimes i just cook straight up oat, like plain oatmeal i'm old fashioned so i get the the big the big tub of the old fashioned oatmeal sometimes yeah. and cook that up and then add whatever i want to right it. that way i know exactly what's in it um but that's the way i grew up eating oatmeal <laughs> old sue here um but yeah instant oatmeal is so much easier cuz you just put throw in some hot water and you bam you got breakfast so if it tastes good definitely worth checking out So thank you for your recommend, Katie. My recommend Mm -hmm. this week is something that I actually just heard about today, which um, I just saw somebody posted it on Facebook, and I thought, that is so cool. And it's called Bottle Band, and basically it's this rubber silicone strap thing that you can put around any, like, water bottle. And it kind of wraps around the top and the bo- and the bottom. And then there's a strap going between those two bands. So you can, like, slip your hand in between as sort of a handle. Um, and so it's it's really clever in that it's durable um, and colorful. They have lots of different colors and quotes on on the um, strap. Like, you can get one that says, run like a girl. You can get one that says, go further or train harder. um, i mean there's lots of different ones um and you you can also do custom bottle bands too and they're pretty inexpensive for the pre-made ones they're 5.99 each which is really really cheap i think um for something that's going to be very handy you know as far as hydrating on a run having water with you is pretty critical during the summer um any runs over Probably four or five miles right now. I mean, I I always have to have water just because you know I'm not doing so well in the heat. So I like to have a lot of water with me now Um, And and this is something that is reusable and will definitely help you carry your water in a uh, cute way so Check out bottle bands Megan, what is your recommend?
2: My recommend this week is a fun app for my phone that it's called time hop and what it does is you log in with your Facebook or another um, social media you can connect Instagram and Twitter to it as well Mm -hmm. and it aggregates all your posts from a certain day and it goes back for me five years so I have all of my Facebook posts Twitter posts and Instagram posts For the past five years And I could see everything that I posted Like for today Wow And so it's just like a It's always fun to see what you were doing on this day Like five years ago I don't want to know what I was doing five years
0: ago (laughs) I'd be scared to see it Like oh my gosh I've I've changed a little (laughs) But that is really clever I like that you could use all all different websites, right?
2: Yeah, so you... right now I know it has my Instagram, Twitter, and it also pulls from my phone and I don't know if this is just an Android thing, any pictures I took on that day that I maybe didn't upload but I just took the picture.
0: Mhm. Uh-huh. Weird. So it knows everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but I th- like I it was nice today to look back on pictures from graduating college. Yeah. And just realized that, oh, wow, it's been a year since I graduated college. And I have pictures from my first, um, like, year at college is how far back it goes for me. Or my second year at college.
0: Wow. I don't think it could go that far back for me. (laughs) (laughs) That was a long time ago. Um, That's cool, though. I like that. And you know what I was just remembering? Um, MySpace... (laughs) Mm-hmm. I know I still have a MySpace account that I haven't used in years, and I'm curious, like, if I logged back in, what I would
2: find there. <laughs> <laughs> Brad just logged back into his recently, and he was like, wow. So. It's still there, right? MySpace? Yes. And they have, um, in, in our area, they have a new commercial. They're sponsoring some concert or something. And if you do it, you... I don't know. It was from MySpace and Brad and I both had a moment of looking at each other and going, "Really? MySpace is advertising is MySpace trying to become a thing again?"
0: I think Justin Timberlake partially owns it. I think I read what? that somewhere. And now they're like they're going back to focusing more on the music stuff. Like that's why how they got started as like a space for bands to promote themselves. So I think they're trying to focus on that, but I don't think anybody's going back to MySpace. <laughs> I mean, why would you? Right?
2: I, I mean, don't have any reason to
0: go back. Even if you're a band, like you wouldn't, I wouldn't want to promote there because there's nobody there to watch or look. <laughs> um, oh, maybe there is. I don't know. I guess it's worth checking out. But um, all right, so that's time hop that will aggregate all of your past posts. Very cool. Thank you, Megan. No problem. All right. Up next, we have Runner Girl of the Week. So, Katie, who is our runner girl of the week this week?
1: Rebecca is our runner girl this week. She wrote on Daily Mile about a long run of 10 miles that she completed. And she writes, it was a water-only long run day again today. Once again, I started feeling pretty gross around mile 7, but I made it to mile 9 before I felt truly gross. So that's a definite improvement over last week. I also had a little bit of pain on the inside of my left ankle earlier in the day and I felt it a bit when I first started running but it faded within a couple of minutes hopefully it's nothing but I wanted to note it down in case it comes back Um, this kind of caught my attention you know for a long run with no kind of fuel and just only taking water and Sue, you even ask her about it on Daily Mile I saw that but the reason she's trying it It is because she said in Matt Fitzgerald's The New Rules of Marathon and Half Marathon Nutrition, it suggests trying to do that to um, make your body adapt a little more quickly to the glycogen depletion. So just goes to show you what a wide variety of training plans is out there for everybody to try. And so I I just thought this was interesting, something that I hadn't necessarily read or heard anything about as of lately. But Rebecca's out there getting the long runs in, and she's working on completing her second half marathon. So good luck, Rebecca. Let us know how it goes. Yeah,
0: I'm impressed. I don't think I would be able to get through 10 miles without fuel. I mean, that's, that's tough. So kudos to you, and I'm sure it wasn't
1: a cold day either so yeah she's in California I believe
0: oh yeah so good job Rebecca and I hope your half marathon goes well alright up next we have feedback
2: so Megan do you want to take the first one sure Um, we received a Facebook message from Sarah M she says hey runner girls I'm all registered for my first relay Ragnar Great River next month It really just makes me want to do more. So if y'all ever do a Ragnar, I'd like to offer my running services. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to do Atlanta Trail, but I don't have anyone that would travel that far. There are a lot of options on the East Coast. P.S. Miss Sue, you have me very tempted to train for a marathon. (laughs) Megan, I love hearing about Luna because I have a 10-month-old pup named Lucy. As a Harry Potter fan, Lucy was almost named Luna. Oh, That's who we named her after, because all our animals are Harry Potter names. <laughs> Katie, I died laughing when you ran a race with Ted, mainly because I also have a dog named Ted that likes to stop a lot. Running with two dogs is rough.
1: <laughs> yes. No pun but intended there.
2: Yes. But it's definitely never boring. I lived in Greenville for four years, so I love hearing anything South Carolina related. I bid binge listened to you guys for every episode and now that I'm caught up I feel like all my other podcasts are boring I might have to listen a second time (laughs) awesome
1: I love that I think that's a great compliment I'm glad we're entertaining
2: (laughs) yes I'm glad you want to listen to us a second time yeah Uh,
0: I like going back and listening to old episodes mostly because um it's interesting to see like how how much each of us has changed and how in some ways we're still the same um but that's that's great that she's doing a ragnar i'm so envious i actually went there's um there's gonna be one around here it's not ragnar but it's like tied in with ragnar there's like some sort of affiliation but it's called reach the beach which goes um from cannon mountain in new hampshire down to i believe it's hampton beach and like a lot of the, um, courses run through areas that I'm very familiar with. So I've been like looking online, like there are teams that are still looking for runners and stuff. So like asking around, do you need a runner? Do you need a runner? <laughs> so I really would love to do a Ragnar relay or some kind of relay. So, um, so yeah, maybe someday we can do a runner girls <laughs> team and in, in a relay that that's, that would be my dream. Um, but Sarah, I hope you have a great time and, uh, yeah if you're tempted to go for a marathon if you have the time to train for it I highly recommend it for me it's like a marathon day aside and and I, I I had a very positive marathon experience but that aside just the marathon training in general I loved because I felt like it made me such a stronger runner overall and I had such great races during that time and since then so um I have nothing but good things to say about marathon training as long as, you know, you build up to it properly and, and you have the time to commit to it. But I could go on and on about that. <laughs> so thank you for the message, Sarah. Uh, Katie, you want to take the next one?
1: Sure. Our next little bit of feedback came on our Facebook wall from Sandy. And Sandy writes, I will be running my third half marathon this weekend. Excited! I ran this course in February, in February's half, but we'll be doing it in reverse. We'll have a wicked hill around the 4K mark, but should be decent after that. Read map right to left. So she included also um, an elevation chart. And oh (laughs) my word. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it doesn't it doesn't have a scale, like, so that you can tell, like, what the differences in elevation is. But, um, and we'll include the link in the show notes so you can check it out. But there's a huge, <laughs> there's a huge, it looks like a huge monster of a hill that takes up probably, like, a good third of the race, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, that's not
1: a hill, that's a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we hope it went well for you. And and definitely let us let us know how that wicked hill was treating you. <laughs> Love to hear about it, Sandy. She says
0: she's running it in reverse, but I gotta tell you, it looks like it would be just as difficult the other way around.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Really? <laughs> so, thank you for your feedback. And don't forget that in addition to email and Facebook, you can also tell us about your run on our Runner Girls Hotline, 206 337 4715. We got another call in today. Um, I'm loving the voicemails, so keep them coming.
2: So, that is it for this week. Megan, do you have a quote for us? Yes, it's a quote I found on Pinterest. And there's a picture that says, our sole intent is the watermark. So I'm assuming they are a running website that you might want to check out. Mm. But the quote says, passion is pushing myself when there is no one else around, just me and the road. Nice. And I just thought of it as how running is kind of such a singular sport and how we're always trying to push ourselves while running to make ourselves better and the passion that requires. Yeah, it's
0: really interesting to me when we talk about passion when it comes to running and how everybody has their own different relationship with it. You know, I I I just started running with a couple of girls who are fairly new and one of them asked me like, do you ever have days where you just don't want to get out of bed and run and I'm just like no not really (laughs) but then she's somebody who has to get up and run at like six o'clock in the morning before work whenever she wants to run and I think that if that was me it would be very different but she's still like even though that's the situation she's in she still like wants to do it and gets excited to do it every week and is still committing herself to getting out and running three times a week and then my friend Bree who just started running and, like, wants to, like, go out and run every day, and that's, like, more how I was when I started, and, um, so I think it's great to see, like, the, the passion, like, both of them, they're both, like, completely committed, but in their own ways, and, and you girls, too, like, you're both still doing this, like, I, I mean, I don't mean to say it like that at all, but clearly, you guys you girls are in it for the long haul you know as teachers you have demanding schedules and um, where you live it might be difficult to find the time of the day when it's comfortable to run outside yeah Um, but you still both are getting out there and getting it done so I mean um, clearly you're both committed and passionate about it so I think it's I think it's just something about running it's very addictive must be the endorphins or something
1: I think so, yeah. You yeah. get hooked on the good feeling that running provides you and even the not so good feeling, you know how good it can feel after.
0: Yeah, you always feel good after the run, even if it kinda sucks during it. So it's true.
2: <laughs> What's going on? The cat tried to commit a suicide jump and kill himself and oh, knocked no. a bunch of stuff over. Oh no Uh, Apparently he was laying on top of the bookshelf And just rolled over And rolled off the bookshelf Oh no Because there was no space He's fine, cats always land on their feet But he landed straight in a laundry basket And knocked the laundry (laughs) basket over And I hope you were filming (laughs) That sounds like a good YouTube video (laughs) Yes uh, Only our animals Could make YouTube videos (laughs) Um, I think we just lost
0: Katie so I'm going to try to add her oh, no. back in Katie? Yes Hey, we're not done the show yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, darn it I'm sorry, I thought we were
0: <laughs> We were very close You want to close this out?
1: Yes That's it for episode 42 of season 3 Join us next time when we will be talking about compartment syndrome in our injury series if you have any comments, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com, follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast, or tweet to us at Runner Girls show on Twitter. All episodes will be available at runnergirlspodcast.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.